What's up, guys? It is Kid Got Your Ticket. I am your favorite expat podcaster slash vlogger, uh, Alex, here from the foothills of the Andes Mountain. And in case you guys don't know, or this is your first time watching or listening to us via podcast, we sold everything we had in Florida, and we moved down here to the foothills of the Andes Mountains, better yet, or better known as Colombia. Yeah, right. So not Colombia, it's Colombia. Colombians have this weird thing that if you say their name or you spell the name Colombia with a C-O-L-U instead of a C-O-L-O, they get really offended. I guess that can be as, as, as spelling the United States wrong or something like that. You know, like, so for them, it's really uncomfortable when somebody calls, and they always correct everybody. They go, no, it's Colombia, Colombia. It's not Colombia, like the brand, like the sporting goods or sporting uh, uh, outdoor sports clothing, Colombia. All right, so it's not that. Don't get it confused. Make sure you don't call a Colombian, Colombian, all right? So there you go. There you have it, some advice. So we moved down here. This week is a one-year anniversary of getting here from, since we made the move. Um, so it's funny how at the beginning of our journey, we kind of, it's been kind of turmoilish in the country, right? One is because when we first got here, there were protests all over the place. Pro protests everywhere we went. And we're like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? We're here in this third world country. I moved my son, my wife, my dog, my cat. I moved everybody down here to Colombia and there seems to be civil unrest. And we even got caught in one. Once driving, there was fireworks. I, I call them fireworks, it was probably bombs, I don't know. Down the park where we were driving and all of a sudden you just see motorcycles going through trying to get out of the way. You see cops running towards the protest, not away from the protest, right? They weren't running away, they were running towards it. Uh, and, and cops and motorcycles driving on the sidewalk and they're all heading that way and then, but then, so we got really nervous, right? We're like, oh shit, you know, we're stuck in a protest. They're gonna burn the cars. They're gonna, they're gonna know we're American. They're gonna kidnap us. No. All right, none of that happened. So once we cleared the traffic, a block, like two blocks down from where all the protest was happening, peace. People were outside, walking around, people were walking their dogs. Like the only commotion or the only scary part was where the actual, in the park where the protest was happening. Everywhere else, everywhere else around, it was totally cool. Was, uh, people were selling food out, outside their houses, in food carts, whatever. You know, it's just normal, a normal Colombia Pereira day, right? All right, so that happened when we first got, and now one year later, we get a new president-elect and by the name of Petro. And this dude used to be a guerrilla member. He's in now, so it's the first time in Colombian history where a left ideal, a person that thinks very left, uh, is president of the United States. I mean, is, is president of Colombia. Hold on a second. I think my wife just got home, and our dog, our new puppy, which you guys have probably seen on the YouTube channel, right, he ate 20 pills from my wife's um, uh, thyroid medication. There was like 20 pills. He ate them all. So we took him to the vet yesterday. They had to hold him for over 24 hours to make sure to check his vitals, blood, thyroid, heart, all that stuff. 
But we went upstairs to check on him, up, check up on him, and he was eating. He was totally fine. And but all vitals came back. I'm gonna go check, and I'm gonna be right back. All right, so I'm back. Took a quick break, and the puppy's okay. The puppy's fine. He has to get a lot of medicine to take care of his thyroid, take care of some stuff. But the problem is, is that he's such a chicken shit. <laughs> he doesn't like. He doesn't like needles. Uh, we, we took him to the vet last time. I'm, I'm, I'm coercing him with a snack, some, uh, some crunchy pig skin. And I'm trying to show him to him as the doctor's grabbing his skin to put the needle in or, the, or, or his shot in. Man, he starts crying. Now, trying to get the medicine just orally in his mouth. He's crying. He thinks he's getting killed. And... He's, he's been with us since he was either four to six weeks. We don't know. We found him. Tell you guys a story next time. So, yes, we do have a new president here in Colombia, and he's far left. We don't know. He has some socialistic tendencies, some communism tendencies. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't think anything's going to happen between now to about maybe a year and a half, two years, three years, uh, whether it's good or bad. We'll know then. I think within the first six months, we're still good. The good thing is that the dollar actually went up. That means I get a lot more Colombian pesos for one dollar. So that's a good thing, right? Uh, that's a good thing for an expat. It's not a good thing for the people who actually live here because now everything tends to be more expensive. So I guess inflation is going up in the United States. It's also going up here, right? It, it happens. So now... We're, I'm getting ready to head back to, to the United States, not in fear of the new president or anything like that. I actually have to go back uh, to finish the project, that the project we've been doing in, on the YouTube channel where I've shown you guys that I've been remodeling the house and we're doing all this stuff. Well, I want to go so I can show you guys, and I'm going to put this on the YouTube channel, uh, I'm going to show you guys exactly how far along it's been or it's come in the last three to four weeks. All right, so I will be heading. I will be heading back to Florida probably in the next week or so. Uh, to we don't want to leave. We don't want to leave Colombia. We we're really happy here. We still, but in case we do have to leave, it's a quick de detachment because we don't have a bank account here and we don't own a property. Uh, we're renting here for now because we don't know. What was going to happen? We knew there was an election coming and we knew there was a lot of protests on behalf or against the current administration. So that all that stuff just became all, you know, just became a big mess. It doesn't really affect us. Like people, you know, in, in the States, I've had friends who, who go ahead and tell me, um, you know, man, it's going crazy over there. I've seen the news or I've seen the protest and you got a new president and all this and all that. But... I kind of, the best way I can explain to you uh, who's listening or to you who's watching is, remember the George Floyd um, protest in the United States? Well, I lived in a neighborhood where I never saw anything. I never saw one protest. I didn't see a broken window. I didn't see anybody with a sign walking by. No, they're just in certain areas, right? So these protests they're going to want to be in areas where they're going to get the most attention, maybe down on Main Street, you know, when they block highways and stuff like that. But down residential streets, why would they even, 
do something like that, being that you're not going to get as much attention, you're not going to get as much news coverage, and nobody really cares. And that through when you're going through suburban areas or suburban neighborhoods or or quiet neighborhoods, you know. Uh, so here, if you wasn't in the city, 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 in that park where they were throwing the bombs or the fireworks or whatever they were doing, you had no idea there was a there was a protest happening. You know, so it's not like they just ransacked the whole city and the whole city's burning down. I think the worst case scenario where a city got really burned down was when the um, uh, Rodney King riots in California back in the day happened, right? Uh, I think that really was was bad, right? Because that was across the whole city, right? Uh, but, you know, these other ones, you don't really feel. You know, they changed the new president. Nothing really happened in the United States. New president-elect here, eh, everything seems everything seems as day-to-day operations are just going on. And, I, and one person told me, uh, a, a Colombian here told me, uh, you know what, I can't stop. Tomorrow I got to go back to work. Tomorrow I got to go, you know, have to make a living for my family. I'm not going to get free money. I'm not going to get free food. I'm not, I don't have to go. I have to continue living and I have to continue doing what I do or what, what it is I love doing. So... It just depends, you know. If I guess if you, you know what, um, my 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 brother-in-law, when COVID first started, right, you know, the, the, we asked him, you know, hey man, are you are you are you, are you nervous? Because I was nervous when COVID first started. I thought it was the end of the world. That's it. It's done. You know, according to what everybody told us, and his answer to me it still resonates. He says, yeah, I'm not about that vibe. So, when you start thinking about whether it's good or bad, it's going to happen, right? Your, your mind is really powerful. So if you don't feel like you're about that protest or you're not about that negativity or just don't be about it, just don't even give it mind. But if you're constantly thinking about it, thinking, thinking, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, whether it's good or bad, it, sh- it might happen. Remember, the universe doesn't understand how, how you're interpreting it. Or, they, or the universe might interpret it a different way. You know, like you can wish, let's say for a quick example, oh, I'm wishing for a million dollars. Yeah, but then the universe dog doesn't understand and, and they might have to sacrifice something for those million dollars. You know, will you know, a relative die? I mean, I don't want, I don't want to wish, but there's like, man, I wanted a million dollars, but I didn't want it that way. See what I'm saying? So the universe, oh, I want a new car. I might give you an old-ass car, but it's new, it's new to you, right? So be specific on what you want or what you want to get done because the universe is a funny, funny, you know, it, does, it, 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 it doesn't have that logic or that, or, that, or that thing that us humans have. It just, oh, oh, he wants a new house. Uh, boom, house in the ghetto. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, so uh, <laughs> selling drugs right next door. Um, there, there's a, a, a freaking meth lab in the, in the back. You got a nice house. You got a free house, right? So these very specific. I want a house in this neighborhood in this block. Uh, I want a certain amount of square footage. I want a nice backyard. I want great neighbors. Listen, having great neighbors is a really important thing. Because if you have horrible neighbors, I mean, I, I've, I've been blessed with my neighbors always. They've always been really cool, even here in Colombia. Because uh, our neighbors here, oh boy, our neighbors here party. But I like it. But the way they party is different. They live, okay, this is going to sound really bad. They bring a live band. 
Yes, that sounds really bad, but they play these mariachis, and you hear the, you know, and they're singing, and they're, and, and, and it's really, really nice. The one thing I don't like is that uh, here, one of my neighbors, but it's not one, of, it's not in the community I live, I think it's probably a block down, somebody got a rooster. Now, we're in the middle of the city. We're not in the farmland, right? We, we, I don't live in the farmland, so I can expect roosters in the farmland. But somebody around here has a rooster, and every morning throughout the day, I hear this motherfucker cock-a-doo-in. Well, you know what? At first, it was kind of cool, like, but then, you know, it still doesn't bother me. I still kind of like it. It wakes me up in the morning, you know, and it's like, hey, listen, time to get up. Time to do your thing. I want to go ahead and I want to start doing these small podcasts and just putting them out there, putting the video on our Patreon page, link is in the description, putting the, the podcast version of it on the podcast so if you want to hear it, you can hear it. Um, but if you want to just a video and watch me speaking to you guys, um, just go to our Patreon, it's on our Patreon page, link is in the description and you guys can sign up and you guys can watch it, okay? Um, also, don't forget, uh, follow us on our Instagram tra- channel, uh, Kid Guy Ticket. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the videos. That's always great, right? It, it helps out the algorithm and all that stuff. And in the meantime, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for watching. Thank you for being a Patreon. Uh, keep, keep thinking positively and think, keep thinking about what you want. I am out trying to bring more of these to you guys, giving you guys a behind-the-scenes action or stuff that you don't see or that doesn't make it on the YouTube channel. I will talk to you about it here through this medium, right? So, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace.